0: gorgeous welcome back to the manifest edit podcast it is me your resident podcast host ifia and today we are going to be talking all about how i became a mindset and manifestation coach i'm going to be sharing with you my journey how i got to where i am now answering some questions in case you're thinking of doing something similar in the coaching space in the mindset and manifestation space or you're just generally nosy and want to know a little bit more because i know on other people's podcast episodes these are some of my favorite to listen to. So I thought, you know, it's been a year now, just over a year since I launched my coaching business. So it felt like a good time to make a, I got here, <laughs> I got here episode. Before we get into that, I just want to say now is the time to get yourself registered for the next Vibes Method Retreat. It is such a fun experience. Oh my God, I cannot explain. And having the opportunity to get to meet so many of you face to face and to have this incredible community who are all geared towards manifesting those, some people might say impossible dreams. But on this platform, on this channel, we are all about the unrealistic and making that extraordinary life that you've been dreaming of. So, If you're at a place in your life right now where you're looking around and feeling that you are living the life that you settled for rather than the life that you truly desire or you know that there is more out there for you, I really urge you to head to the link in my show notes to sign up for the next retreat. It's totally free and you get to spend days with me over Zoom and Facebook. We've got a one-on-one coaching element in there as well and it really is just such an incredible experience. Obviously, I'm biased, but you can definitely check out some of the stories from previous retreat participants as well. So how I became a mindset and manifestation coach, let me just begin by saying like, I didn't grow up as a little girl wanting to become a mindset and manifestation coach. And I think as far as career roles go that the coaching industry is relatively new, but it had been something that had been on my radar for, I wanna say the past maybe five years. So the first time that it really came into my awareness was I was actually working as part of a network marketing company. And my mentor at the time had been introducing me to a lot of personal development, spiritual concepts, things like um, conscious manifestation for the very first time. And around this time, I created my first ever vision board. I was seeing some incredible results from the vision boarding, from the manifestation work I was doing. And I'm sure by this point, if you are a regular podcast listener... You have heard me talk about my experience of the beginning of the year in 2016. Was that when I moved here? In 2016, just being so miserable, depressed, I just felt like I wasn't living the life that I truly wanted to live. And I'd gone back to university to study my master's out of a place of, okay, I finished my first degree and I don't actually know what I want to do next in my life. So while I'm figuring it out, I'll just go back to uni because that's what I'm good at. So I went back to uni and... I realised pretty soon into the degree that I didn't want to be doing it but that I felt I couldn't quit because I'd signed up to do this and I also didn't know what I would do if I wasn't doing my degree. So at the same time as I'm in this degree that I hate, I'm working part time and I'm also doing my network marketing business. Now I absolutely I'm loving the network marketing business. I'm loving the mentoring we have. I'm loving the opportunities that I get to coach my team. I'm loving building my team. All of that part to me and also the products were amazing, but I just love the team building elements and just being surrounded by other positive people and those kind of trainings and things. So when I actually moved to Australia at the end of 2016 It was difficult for me to continue with the network marketing business just because before I moved to Australia, I was traveling around Vietnam, I was traveling around Thailand, I was backpacking essentially. So it wasn't very practical for me to be running my network marketing business and managing my team while I was just wanting to kind of party and have fun. So although I was still buying the products and stuff, I was kind of just letting my team do their own thing and i think when i first moved here that was when my mentor at the time from the network marketing business i'd seen that she had like you know those typical landing pages that you see and i don't think it was coaching that she was offering at this time but i think it was uh, like a digital product or an online course or something and this is the first time i'd ever seen something like this and i was like wow this is such a cool idea and in my network marketing company i'd learned about you know, passive income and not just exchanging your time for money. And I love the idea of having an online course where you're not just exchanging your hours for money because that is what you see in a typical job, right? You get paid for a certain amount of hours that you show up for the job and the way that you earn more money in that job is by either taking on more hours or by getting a promotion and something that you may not know about me is i've never worked a nine-to-five in my life i've never had a typical nine-to-five although i've done internships at uni and i've had many part-time roles i've never worked full-time nine-to-five in an office for an extended period of time apart from any internships and things i've done like that so it always been something that didn't appeal to me because i've never done it and i don't massively love being told what to do so the appeal of my own business and having the opportunity to have something that ultimately over time I would be able to scale and I wouldn't just be exchanging my time for money that wouldn't just be solely reliant on me number one obviously the money aspect but what also really appealed to me was having the ability to kind of impact people on a broader scale, having the ability to teach people, which is something that I had always loved. I love the idea of creating an online course and being able to teach people. At this point, I had no idea like what I would coach in. I just liked the, the idea as a whole and in school it had always been something i'd gravitated to i organized study groups for our classes i taught kids who had learning difficulties and reading difficulties we organized after schools groups for them when i got to uni more of the same thing i was class rep i volunteered for the leaving care team i consulted on how to make social work courses better for care leavers and I was just really, really involved in community aspects and teaching and sharing and contributing knowledge. So this has always, always been something I've been passionate about, although I didn't grow up as a little girl thinking one day I'm going to be a coach. If you do want to know what I wanted to actually grow up as, I wanted to be a doctor. I always wanted to be a doctor and I guess some of those principles have transferred over because the main reason I wanted to do it was to be able to help people and was to be able to not just impact that person that you're curing, but to impact their family and their friends. That was always something that since I was a little girl, I've always wanted to do. Anyway, kind of off topic, but moving back to it, I had seen my mentor was doing this um, kind of online coaching and it introduced me to that online coaching world, the online coaching space, and it was on my awareness. So... Here I am, it's 2017, I'm living it up in Australia, I'm just having the absolute time of my life and at this point I'm still with my partner who's based in the UK and the view is that I'm coming over to Australia to work for a year and then I'm going to go back after the one year. After my first year I realised I wanted to stay. So i did my farm work in order to get a second year visa so i could stay for another year so that was something that we discussed between us and i was going to stay for the two years and then come back to the uk and i had built this life here where i had a lot of freedom i was earning really good money just doing part-time work i was doing kind of promotional work marketing work bar work and the wages in australia are a lot a lot better than the uk and at that time you could work part time and still be earning what you would be earning for like a full-time wage in the UK I remember some of the first jobs I was doing was uh just even leafleting and I was getting paid like $30 an hour just to like walk around and hand out some promo leaflets for events that were coming up and then I would get commission off of that as well which is something that I had done back in the UK so I was I was living the easy breezy life okay and on top of this at the time I was still concurrently running my travel blog and Getting these opportunities so that when I did travel, I would sometimes have free trips, I'd have free experience, be gifted things from brands and companies. So I was really living the dream. And a lot of that was due to, you know, manifesting this life that I wanted to live and creating all these opportunities for myself. People would be saying, you know, you're at that time, I think I had around maybe like less than 2,000 or less than 3,000 followers on Instagram and I was still getting to work with these major companies. I was working with like Skyscanner, I worked with the New Zealand Tourist Board, I worked with the Berlin Tourist Board, I was working with some incredible brands and companies And people would be asking me you know you're a micro influencer you have hardly any followers how are you getting the opportunity to work with these brands and the reason that i was doing it and that was being able to land all these opportunities because i just believed it was possible for me and the first ever brand campaign that i landed was actually came to me in a dream that I had I dreamt about reaching out to this company and so after I woke up I pitched this brand that I dreamt about and then they got back to me within a couple of hours and that was the first ever pitch I sent that was confirmed and that just really spurred me on to go out on my own and pitch brands myself rather than just waiting for the opportunities to come to me so on top of you know um living this life that I was dreaming of and manifesting all of these incredible things manifestation had become such a huge part of my life but as a travel blogger I felt like I could only talk about solo travel stuff and talk about life in Australia I didn't really feel like I could talk about spirituality and manifestation because you're always told to niche down niche down and the niche that I had chosen was travel so I felt like I couldn't really talk about any other aspects of my life. Um, so going back to knowing that I was going to be moving back to the UK after my second year in Australia and having this pretty freedom-filled life already in Australia I knew that if I was going to be going back to the UK I did not want to be living winter in the UK I wanted to be able to travel whenever winter came up and I wanted to not resent my partner for moving back to the UK which wasn't something that I did I didn't resent them for moving back to the UK obviously I wanted to move back and be with them but I also just wanted to have the same freedom that I was already experiencing I didn't want to have to make too many major compromises in my life and it was at that time that I decided okay I'm going to start my own business I don't know what my own business is yet I thought it might just be being a full-time influencer but it was on my mind that I wanted to start a full-time business and that was when I came across my first coach Elise Dharma, and she had this free workshop on how to build and grow an Instagram page I did that and I was just following her work for a while and at the same time it's in the back of my mind that I want to start my own business but I don't know what it is yet and then I see that she releases this program called freelance business in a box where she takes you from no idea about what your business is going to be to having a fully fledged business in the space of three months and then she supports and guides you whilst also having this online course I've never taken an online course at this point I just saw My friend, my previous mentor who had the kind of online course format that I'd heard about, but I'd never actually taken one or experienced one myself. So this seemed like um, a double opportunity for me to, you know, get the one on one hands on support, but to actually see what coaching and online course creation actually looked like so this was back in 2018 and at that point I signed on with Elise as my coach and pretty much when it comes to me and coaching is when I get on a discovery call with someone it's my mind is already made up I'm just um double checking the vibe that we click that we get on with each other and I will pretty much confirm straight after the call I'm like yeah good to go and that's how all my coaching typically goes so I had a call with Elise really liked her energy really liked her vibe I saw I read this other blog post from Christina Galbato who is What is her Instagram name? The Bold Brunette. The Bold Brunette, I'd read a blog post from her and she'd worked with Elise and Elise had helped her build her business and Christina Galba is like a huge, huge influencer. He was like, I know something like 2.1 million followers and I'm like, well, if this is what this girl has, this is what I want as well. So I started working with Elise and at this time I had zero, like no idea at all what I wanted to start a business in and we were kind of working together to talk about some of the things I could potentially start my business in. Now, I am qualified in digital marketing. I have two degrees in digital marketing and although I (laughs) hated my degree at the time, it seemed like, oh, maybe the reason that I didn't like this degree was just because Um, of the studying part maybe if I was to have my own digital marketing agency things would be different and I would actually enjoy it and seeing as that was what I was most skilled in that was kind of what we gravitated towards the other options were kind of travel and then I did mention my interest in spirituality and manifestation but we didn't really go into that as something I could coach in because I don't know. I, it's just, we just decided not to go into it because I think the main reason was ultimately because I had a lot of experience in digital marketing. So it seemed like the easiest thing for me to be able to get off the ground. And I didn't really think too much about what I was most passionate about at the time. I was just like, what would I be really good at? And I didn't really. Associate the fact that my passion was also what I was really good at, so I just decided to go with starting a digital marketing agency. So that's what I did. I started an Instagram and Pinterest marketing agency over those few months with Elise. She helped me set up my business and I launched my social media agency, Effie Creative. And I was so, so excited to launch this, but pretty soon into it, I began to realize that I didn't like it I really really didn't like it so I thought you know what I'll just drop the Instagram part because um you know with Instagram marketing there was a lot of back and forth with the client and often people think that they kind of know um over you things are going to work and they don't always trust you as the expert and I found that I was uh, getting frustrated with people not wanting to give full control of the account to me to like work my magic I guess so I decided just to focus on Pinterest also so that my interests weren't divided but I was solely focused on one thing I had had great success with growing my own (laughs) own Pinterest account and had some viral pins had been Um, really doing really well with that so I was like I'll just focus on Pinterest and not that many people were doing Pinterest marketing at this time as well it was still quite fresh still quite new and I think I had been kind of influenced to do the Instagram marketing because that's what Elise was doing so I was like oh well Elise is successful at this I want to be Elise let's just do this and I did allow myself to get quite easily influenced so I just decided to do the Pinterest marketing but I found that it was quite difficult for me to go on and talk about it i would like go on and share social media tips and talk about it It just felt like the biggest drag like i did not want to come on social media and talk to anyone i found it really challenging to get clients and to put myself out there because ultimately i wasn't that passionate about it and then at the same time as I was building this digital marketing agency I was also still doing my solo travel blogging and I was still working part-time as well and I was just felt like I was divided between so many things and I was just doing so much all at once so this went on for a while and during this time as well I was talking to my I had like two different accountability partners but my main one was Montel who I've had on the podcast we've been accountability partners since 2018 we always check in with each other share what we're up to and it's really interesting seeing the parallels of both of our journeys and how we've um shifted shifted our businesses as well so I would talk to her and I talked to my other accountability partner and it would just be you know there was never any like wins I was sharing it was always just frustration and finding things so difficult and finding things so challenging so at this point i'm still continuing with the business which i launched at the end of 2018 and it is now 2020 yeah 2020 Fast forward two years i actually um ended up um breaking up with my partner i just because i decided that i wanted to you know figure some things out on my own do a bit more traveling by myself so moving back to the uk wasn't that big of an issue for me a pressing issue for me anymore so I kind of just let the business kind of dwindle because I didn't need it and I could just stay working in Australia so I was still traveling doing my own thing and I didn't know I was going to be able to come back to Australia at this point at the end of 2019 but I ended up that's what I ended up doing I ended up organizing a new visa and coming back out to Australia at the end of 2019 so we're in 2020 and i am going ham on the solo travel blogging i'm because that's what i'm passionate about i'm really passionate about writing and i'm really passionate about helping people have the confidence to travel i'm really confident i was really confident in the work that i was putting out there really proud of the writing that I was creating all of these opportunities that i was having to travel and you know my brand was beginning to pick up and what i'd really decided to do was to distill all this knowledge into my very first digital product which was my solo travel ebook girl solo i spent something like nine months working on this ebook i was so proud of it, it is, and i'm still so proud of it it is one of the most incredible things i have ever created and i was so proud to release this ebook do you want to know when the ebook came out it came out the end of february 2020 so i just released this ebook so passionate about it have people have enjoying the book having incredible results from reading it and then march 2020 hits the pandemic hits and obviously nobody is solo traveling anywhere and it's just like, oh, fuck, fuck. Um, so at this point, um, one of my solo travel blogger friends, I had seen a Twitter post that she had done about a coach that she was working with. And I was like, yes, this sounds like exactly what I need right now. I'm at such a crossroads in my life and I just need some support. So that was when I hired my second coach, Jamie, and we worked together for a period of two maybe two or three months we worked together for a period of two or three months I was like I don't really know what I need you for I just know that I need you right now and I really wanted her to help me with my goals I was setting around my marketing agency and I was like okay she's going to really help me pick up my targets here help me manifest some new clients this is what I want but every time I would set my goals and then I'd get back on a call with her I would just be really emotional and in tears and I was just like I'm just really struggling balancing all of these things and I remember it just got to a point on one of our calls where she was like if you do you really want to do this and i was just like no no i don't want to do this and so we had a talk and she's like okay well what would happen if you just you know decided to not post anything on there for a couple of weeks see how you feel just take some of the pressure off yourself because i'm just such a huge overachiever as well i always have been having multiple products and feeling like i need to be perfect and incredible at everything and i was just putting so much pressure on myself to be perfect. perfect with the blogging, perfect at the ebook, perfect at the marketing agency. You know, I just had so, so much pressure on myself that it felt like I couldn't breathe. And I remember at the time I would get on calls and I would literally feel like I was being strangled because my throat chakra was so blocked because I wasn't communicating openly with myself. So we decided I was just going to take two weeks off. And then she's like, you know, if you feel better after that two weeks, fine, that's amazing. Go back to it. If you don't feel better after that two weeks, then you don't have to go back. So that was in March 2020 and I never, I never went back. I didn't say anything on that page. I didn't announce to anyone that I was quitting. I just did it. I just was like, no, I've had enough. Um, This isn't bringing me joy. This isn't bringing me passion and I'm not, I'm not committing myself to this anymore. I deserve happiness and this is not giving me happiness. So I quit that business and I didn't really know what I was going to go into next Obviously, going full speed at my travel content wasn't really an option, given the pandemic. I think I did try it for a little bit, but it was quite disheartening being in lockdown and trying to write about how amazing travelling is. So, I just decided to stop, and in the background... I had this Facebook community, High Vibe Blogger Tribe, which was about spirituality and mindset for bloggers that I'd had since 2018. I was like, okay, I'm just going to post more stuff about mindset in there. And while we're in lockdown, I'm going to be sharing some mindset things with people. And what I realized was during this time, I had been portraying travel online as the biggest piece of my life. When it was, I, I was viewing my life as a pie chart and I was looking at it, I was like, wow, I'm presenting travel as, like, the 99% pie chart of my life, when actually that's not really that accurate, like, travel is a big part of my life, but it's not the biggest part of my life, like, I would see the way that other travel bloggers spoke about traveling and stuff, and I was like, I'm not this passionate about it actually like spirituality and mindset and manifestation and personal development is the biggest part of my life and the reason that I had loved talking about travel so much was helping people to make those mindset shifts like even when people were reading my book they were like wow this has given me so much confidence in the mindset work from the solo travel ebook so I was like whoa this has all been coming back to me initially wanting to start that spirituality and coaching business but not really following through with it because you know, it was just what I was passionate about. It wasn't what I was, you know, what I'd studied. So having this realization, I didn't know straight away that this was going to lead me to my coaching business, but I was just like, okay, I'm going to pick back up in High vibe Blogger Tribe. I haven't posted in there for a while, but I was like, I'm just going to start posting more mindset stuff in there regularly. And it just spiraled from there. And I don't remember at what point I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to become a mindset manifestation coach. And It's funny because that's what Jamie was to me and I'd never really picked up on, like, this is exactly what I want to be doing. But at some time around, you know, the beginning of the year to the middle of the year I decided that I wanted to become a coach so I I did it I became a coach I announced to people on my Instagram that this is what I was going to be talking about now I found practice clients on Facebook groups so I would have one hour sessions with them I would see what worked what kind of people that I enjoyed working with what kind of people I didn't enjoy working with and then From there I signed my first one-on-one clients and then during that time of signing my first one-on-one clients I also took my NLP which is Neuro Linguistic Programming course and then also during that time during 2020 I decided to read 52 books. So I wanted to really work on my own mindset during this time so that I could give the best experience to others but also ultimately so that I was giving a lot to myself during a particularly challenging period of my life because in Melbourne we were in lockdown for a considerable considerable amount of time pretty much I don't remember how many days in particular in 2020 but I know over the course of 2020 and 2021 we spent over 220 days in lockdown so there was a lot of time inside a lot of time for reflection and I was like I really really want to make the most out of this I don't want to just be super devastated I'm gonna use this time to reflect so i was reading my 52 books i completed my nlp course and i'm coaching my first one-on-one clients i'm, as- I'm absolutely loving it and t- at this point i decided to invest in a new coaching program with ruby who i had on the podcast earlier this month so with ruby i joined her six-month mastermind which was a spiritual and business course and during my time in that course i was like okay i want to create my own course and I created my first course and I was like I want to start a podcast and that was ultimately what led me to starting a podcast was other women in the mastermind talking about their podcast experiences and for me that had been something that I'd always wanted to do but in my mind I had you know I saw myself as a blogger as a writer and podcasting was something so new and different for me and I just was scared not to be good at it which is the honest truth. I was scared not to be good at it and I just made up all these other excuses to hide from the real reason, which was I just wanted to be good. So I put all those beliefs aside and just decided to go for what I was really passionate about and yeah, that's kind of, is, is that it? And then yeah, okay, flash forward to this year, I decided that, so my previous course was a um, DIY course so people could do it in their own time I decided that I wanted to have a more hands-on experience with clients where we would do group calls but it was also be a hybrid experience so we'd have one-on-one calls but also have the group element have the community element because that was the programs that I had considered myself to be gaining the most value from as well so earlier in 2021 I invested in my second mastermind and that was kind of a hybrid format and also Ruby's had been a hybrid format and I was like yes this is I absolutely love this I see people get so much transformation and value out of it and I thought about the best components of those programs and also what I'd seen my one-on-one clients get the most from and I decided okay this is what I want to go ahead with in my own business and this is how I feel that people get the deepest impact and kind of put my one-on-one on on. it's not like I don't want to coach people one-on-one but that I just love I love love the group experience because on top of coaching people you also get the opportunity to teach people whereas one-on-one coaching is purely that one-on-one coaching purely that one-on-one relationship with someone and for me i was seeing such a big part of the transformation comes from sharing comes from practices comes from doing exercises comes from putting yourself in those uncomfortable positions that you get in a group experience so while i do still have my one-on-one coaching program my main focus over the past year has just been the mastermind program and really serving people on that deeper level and then also serving people through my free virtual retreat, which I guess you can see is like uh, almost a mini mastermind experience because you have the live calls, have the one-on-one coaching with me, have workbooks, have homework threads, which is a lot of the pieces that I incorporate into my mastermind just on a much deeper level than obviously you can do in um, a short space of time, like a week. But what I wanted to do is essentially create those two group experiences to really help people just get a deeper transformation and to ultimately develop the confidence to pursue the life that they've always been dreaming of and why it's so important to me was because I had done that thing you know I twice I went to the uni for the degree that I wasn't passionate about I started the business that I wasn't passionate about and I was like okay I'm done I'm done here I'm done settling I'm done following someone else's dreams I just want to look at what my dreams are, I want to look at the life I want to create and I want to look at the person I want to be and I want to live in alignment with that fully and I don't care what anyone else around me thinks, what I care about is what I think and how I'm committing to showing up for myself and how I'm committing to showing up for the people who are in my community, I think that's one of the most important things is because with that first business, with that digital marketing agency business, I was just solely thinking about, okay, like, what's a business that I could start for money? Whereas with this business, it was like, okay, what am I passionate about? What kind of people do I love to work with? What kind of transformation can I make? What kind of impact can I make? And obviously, money as well, but it wasn't the sole factor. Whereas I feel like with my first business, I was just like, okay, I need quickly just to, like, get something up and running so that I have a business in my back pocket. And I'm just being totally honest there that I probably did not start that first business for the right reasons and for the longest time I did view my first business ultimately as a failure you know I was not making a lot of money from it I did not enjoy it but I learned so many lessons from it and I definitely learned a lot about business structure that I have applied to my own coaching and teaching I learned a lot about digital course structure I learned about what it's like to coach with someone what parts of coaching I like what parts of coaching I didn't like what parts of business I like what parts I didn't like that has ultimately informed my business so much so I would say that if you are considering starting a coaching business or you want to have some sort of Uh, online business of any sort just make sure that it's something that you truly want even if it doesn't make a lot of sense or it seems like a weird niche to pick or something weird to narrow on and you're not seeing anyone else doing something like you it doesn't matter because it's not your job to look around and like pick something that someone else has and pick their life it's your job to look inside you and internally within you and think about the life that you want to create for yourself because you're the one that has to live with it at the end of the day like starting your own business is definitely not um is it a walk in the park is that what they say you know it's, it's definitely not easy. I don't want to say that it's easy. Like, do I love and enjoy my business? Yes, but it's, it's not easy. You have to dedicate so much time to it. There's so much learning. There's a lot of challenges that come with it. Of course, there are so many rewards and benefits and I don't regret starting this business for a second. And I'm so, so in love with this business that uh, everything that happened until now led me to here. But it is work and it's so so much more work when it's something you're not actually passionate about and one of my friends he recently started um his own business digital marketing agency callback and he was talking to me about he was just trying to work out what niche he wanted to go into and i was like you know ultimately the the money is going to follow the passions you have to pick something you're you're passionate about because when it is your life it has to be you know, your business is your life, your life is your business, it has to be something that is worthwhile for you, it has to be something that you enjoy, it's something that you can see yourself in for a long time. And for me, with my digital marketing agency, when I started it, I was like, okay, so I'm going to do this for five years, and then after five years, I'm going to start online courses teaching people how to do Pinterest and then that's just going to be it I'm like wow my plan from the very beginning of this business was like an exit plan from this business it's no wonder it didn't work whereas with this business now I'm like okay I can see ways that I can scale it while still being involved in this business because you know coaching is the major reason why I started I don't really want to I can't see myself at a point in this business where I don't want to be the coach in the business because that's where I get the most value from it. But I can see ways to scale that are with integrity for me because obviously I don't want to be working 40 hours a week every single week. Otherwise, what's the point in going into business for myself? I also struggle with chronic fatigue and endometriosis pain. So even if I mentally didn't want to do that physically, my body is not really up to being able to do that, which was another factor in me wanting to start my own business is that I've always kind of had to be someone in my previous jobs where i would need to take days out just because i would be in so much pain for my endometriosis i i didn't like the idea of having to ask someone for permission when i wasn't feeling good and also it can be quite difficult to with endometriosis it's something that a lot of people still don't know about so i found it difficult to articulate like why i needed to have the time off not just being like oh i've just got bad period pain so i need a day off because people don't take you seriously i didn't want to have to have that conversation or whether i needed a mental health day or something like that i just wanted to be able to take my own time for me and so now i'm building my business in a way that is really In integrity to the way that I want to lead and work. I have incredible team members who help me manage my business, who help me serve my clients on a deeper level and everything that I do is in integrity with my personal values, integrity with my business values and is ultimately in integrity with the person that I am and the person that I want to be and When you start your business, that has to be the core thing. It has to be, who do I want to be? How do I want to show up in the world? What are my values? And it has to come back to that because if you start something that is out of alignment with that, it's just going to eat away at you. It's going to eat away at your soul. And though your ego can probably, you know, deal with a little while starting something that isn't the right fit for you, like while you see the money coming in, your ego will probably be appeased for a little while. In the back of your mind, you'll always wish that you just started the thing that you truly wanted to do. And I wish someone had told me that sooner. I'm glad it's a lesson that I learned on my own so that I can now pass it on to you. But please, please just choose the thing that you're passionate about, even if you think it's not profitable. Because trust me, when you are passionate about something, when you get so fired up talking about something, the money will follow, the ideas will follow, the inspiration will follow, the people will follow. Even just from starting this business, I've been connected with so many new friends, like my friend Tanya, who is also a coach in the similar industry. My friend Jen, we connected actually during lockdown last year. I was sending her personal development book recommendations and then we end up going for coffee and now she's literally like a sister to me. So... This business has brought so much more to me than money. Obviously, the money is great. And I really don't love when people say, you know, don't start a business for the money because, of course, that's that's a big part of the of the business. And I don't think that we should poo-poo, poo-poo people for wanting to make money. Of course, I want to make money. Of course, I want to be wildly wealthy and fucking fearless, which, by the way, is my screensaver on, on my phone. is a picture of me saying I am wildly wealthy and I'm a wildly wealthy woman and I'm fucking fearless. And... I just motivate myself every day so that's why that's why I'm a little uh, profile pic so I don't think we should feel ashamed or embarrassed or like oh I'm not passionate about my business if I want to make money don't you know don't lie to yourself of course you want to make money otherwise you wouldn't make a business you would make a charity okay so be honest with yourself about wanting to make money but don't let that be the only reason and don't let that reason be bigger than your values okay money can't come before your values your passion your heart and that is definitely some solid, solid advice. So if you want to become a mindset and manifestation coach yourself, do you need training? So the coaching industry is largely unregulated, which means that you don't need formal training or anything like that to become a coach. I personally took it upon myself to do neuro-linguistic programming training because that was something that I um, heard could be really useful for getting, helping clients to get deeper transformations. And it was also something I gained a lot of value from myself. So I was like, okay, well, rather than just getting a um, coaching program, I'm going to pick the elements that I know that I definitely want to go deeper into for my clients. So for example, in the future, I would love to get something in hypnosis or in emotional freedom techniques, or maybe some sort of dance, because those are things that appeal to me that have changed my life and that I would love to deeper insight to go into a bit more with my clients. I'm also someone like in my mastermind that I regularly, every single month, I have guest coaches because I want to provide my clients an all-encompassed experience. And rather than me just go out and learn a ton of things and then not really be specialized in anything, I want to specialize in a few things and then have other people come in for the other areas. Like we had um, Anna come in to do a breathwork session. We're having my yoga teacher come in to teach people yoga like it would take me years to get trained in yoga it would take me years to be trained in all of these other additional things so why not just bring in people who are already expert who I've hadn't picked who I know can serve my audience really really well and then serve my audience at what I'm best at whilst also giving them the best of both worlds You see what I mean so being a coach is not just about having the skills yourself but it's also about being able to facilitate that transformation even if it is through um bringing in other people and I think there is some hesitancy around that like oh well if I bring in other people does you know are people going to think that I don't know what I'm talking about or that I'm not enough by myself I definitely never had that and always even before I started my group program I think a year before I started my group program I knew it was something that I would one day love to do and I started writing a list of all the guests that I would love to have teaching my program even though at the time I didn't even know what the program was gonna be, but it's always something that really excited me was getting the opportunity to share some of my mentors and share some of my teachers with the people in this program. For example, Alex, my yoga teacher, I have been doing yoga classes with him for three years and he's just completely, completely impacted my life on such a deep level that I was so, so excited to invite him to be in the mastermind and to teach to teach everyone in there. So that is definitely a benefit as well as being able to build all these kind of extra relationships these business relationships with these incredible incredible humans so that was something else so do you need to get qualified no but it's definitely worth building your knowledge in some aspect um especially in things that are important to you and then as i said as well i read those 52 books last year that were in all different areas of mindset and personal development from everything from quantum manifestation to feminine energy to epigenetics to neural pathways subconscious mind there were so many different topics and I picked my favorite things like shadow work for example to go deeper into and to read a lot of books around those areas and then I would write notes on every book I read as well so I basically have this book that I call my book bible where I wrote notes on every single book that I read so that I could give a deeper transformation to other people the other way that I show up for myself and show up for my clients is by investing in coaching myself you know I'm not going to tell people to invest in coaching and I believe in coaching if I'm not also investing in, in myself like that just wouldn't really make sense so I'm always investing in myself right now I'm in a year-long program I'm studying for my diploma and i i did um oh yeah i did another kind of like um mindset manifestation course at the beginning of the year as well so i'm always improving my own knowledge whether it's through a formal qualification or through another means of coaching that's not to say that if you want to become a coach you have to you have to invest in other coaching but i think it's important if you've never done coaching before that you can't then go and become a coach without having experience what's actually like yourself not only because it gives you some more integrity in what you're teaching, but you'll learn what kind of coaching styles you like, what kind of coaching styles you don't like, things that will help your clients get a deeper transformation. And I'm not saying that coach has to be me, I'm just saying, someone that you resonate with it's really great to learn from and the other thing as well is the mindset around having your own business is that so much of having your own business is the mindset work and I never really understood that before I was in my own business that so much of it is a mindset game and keeping your mindset in check so when things do happen that are unexpected or when you're having those inevitable moments that come in where you know you do have that little that little voice in your head having that mindset support is is really really powerful so that is when it comes to coaching qualifications I'm trying to think of I should have guessed I should have that list of questions beforehand here you don't need to be polished to be a mindset and manifestation coach people you don't need to be polished and that's something else that In this business I've never been more myself. I felt with my digital marketing agency that I was trying to be this like professional polished version of myself that wasn't really me. I felt like I had to show up professional and talk in a certain way whereas now I'm just, I'm really fully authentically myself. I talk how I talk. You'll notice these podcast episodes are largely unedited. I swear a lot. I talk to you how I would talk to my friends because I, I see you as part of my community and I, I want the best for you like i'd want the best for my friends i post pictures on instagram that would probably be inappropriate if i was in another line of work but that's that's what makes me me and i have worked really hard on building my relationship with my self-confidence and with my body that i share pictures that to me show how far i've come and i fucking love myself i fucking love myself now so why wouldn't i share those beautiful booty pics <laughs> I did talk to my friend the other day and she was like, oh, you know, one thing is that I wish I could share more revealing photos of myself on Instagram. I was like, babes, you've asked the right person. So, yeah, one of the things I love about having a coaching business is that you... You know, ultimately, people want to work with you, the person. They don't want to work with some like robot, some unpolished person, some perfect person. They want to work with you because no one else can be quite like you. You think I'm the only mindset or manifestation coach out there? No, absolutely not. But there are people who will relate to me in a way that they don't relate to other people because maybe some of our parts of our journey are similar. Maybe I spoke about something in a way that resonated with them. You know, I I really hate. This when people say things like the industry is so saturated or there's there's so many people in the industry now that's such a narrow a narrow view and i think i read something the other day that just because you're the first doesn't make you the best like apple was not the first person to create um a laptop but they are, you know, generally in most places, they are the favorite brand. So it's about what magic are you bringing to the table? You don't need to be someone else because that's not what people are attracted to. People are attracted to you for the vibe that you have. And my coach was, she asked us like why we were attracted to her program. And yes, largely I was attracted to her vibe, to her strategy, but I was also attracted to the investment I was making into myself like putting money to something that was important to me and also to just like the little personal stories that she shared in her podcast like one thing she shared is that she'd always been struggling with public speaking and one time she went on the black market to buy volume for this public speaking thing she had and I was like, wow, that's such such a human moment. This person isn't really perfect, although she has a million dollar business, has million dollar launches, and this person is human just like you and I. So you'd be surprised at what people relate to. Obviously you don't want to just be sharing things trying to be like, aha, false authenticity, people are gonna relate to this one. Just be honest and also know that you don't have to share every single aspect of your life either. Something that I generally tend to keep off my podcast and general social life is my romantic life generally I don't like to share that much about it because those other people have not signed up for this life like I have and I do like to keep some things private and personal but you get to choose what you want to share it's your business your life you get to choose what you you want to share and the i the other thing i say is there is no one right way to do business it's not like you have to have this specific way of building your coaching business this is just how i did it was by deciding what something i wanted to do sharing information having those practice clients having those one-on-one clients then having my group program i know some people go straight into having the group program or maybe some people won't have practice clients first it really does depend on how you want to grow your business and what goals you have for your business, what values you have. For example, for me, being able to travel when that's available again is something that is important to me with my business. So my business is factored around that. My business is also factored around the fact that I will have endometriosis pain, severe endometriosis pain, where I probably won't be able to get out of bed for some days of the week. So I purposely make it so I don't have any calls when I know I would be in too much pain to give my clients the best experience. So building your business around you rather than thinking you have to have some cookie cutter model is is really crucial to building a business you don't end up hating (laughs) like I did and I've definitely learned with my coaching business okay let's do things let's do things the right way this time and when I say right I don't mean that I was doing them the wrong way before but I mean that I was doing things in a way that weren't in alignment with who I wanted to be and how I wanted to show up in the world so it really does come down to you and even when you are picking someone to work with if you do choose to work with a coach yes it's about the way that that coach makes you feel and the things that they're going to teach you but such a huge part of it is what you yourself are going to put into it and my last investment into a coaching program was really the biggest investment I've ever made into myself but it was an investment into my it's hard to word but the future that I saw for myself it was invest investing in a fear 2.0 I was like I am so ready for this next level of my life and I'm gonna invest in a way that matches that for me for me so um I think that's it I <laughs> I um I didn't really have that many notes for this one I just wanted to kind of talk through my experience and some things that I wish that I had known at the start if you do want to become a mindset and manifestation coach I would say i guess it has become kind of a trendy term right now but just ensure that you have your own personal transformations and stories and methods and things that have worked for you so that you can help other people get a transformation it is going to be challenging trying to mindset coach or manifestation coach other people if you don't believe in what you're teaching that person if you don't have any transformations to show people if you don't have any transformations to go off so one of the biggest pillars of my work is my vibes method for aligned manifestation and that is a framework that I have where I teach people to manifest their desires in a way that's really aligned for them. The reason that I came up with this was because I realized that I was creating a life that was out of integrity to my values and that a lot of people were doing the same because they thought that manifestation began at the process of setting your intentions when the truth is manifestation begins at the process of knowing to your core who you want to be how you want to show up in the world what your values are and you have to have to start from that place otherwise you're going to build something that is completely out of integrity to where you want to be so realizing that that is now what underpins such um basically everything I do in my work is underpinned by those five steps of aligned manifestation because that is something that I've learned through my own trial and error this is how um, people get the biggest impact this is something that I teach in the Um, virtual retreat as well the free virtual retreat is how to implement those steps because I can see what a dramatic effect that method has on people so you know whether it's coming up with your own method or looking back over events in your life and kind of reverse engineering how you were able to make that transformation having those stories and having those things to go back to kind of anchors you into your teachings and is what is going to set you apart from other people. Whether you are interested in becoming a coach yourself or you want to work with a coach and you're just interested to learn a little bit more about what it took to get there, I hope this episode has been everything that you've hoped and dreamed. If you are interested in working with me, you can head to the link in the show notes to apply for the wait list for the next round of the conscious alchemy mastermind this is uh, my program where I work with clients in a group hybrid setting so there's the group calls there's also the one-on-one aspect as well this is where we really implement the principles from the vice method for aligned manifestation into your life so that you can manifest your extraordinary life I am fucking obsessed with this program and I know I'm biased because it's my own but every single woman in there I just feel it is just the right person to be in there the energy in there is magical I leave those calls just feeling so energized by the people that I'm lucky enough to be surrounded by so if that's where you're at currently in your life if you're a high achieving slash ambitious woman who is really ready to go to the next level to take that up level and just fucking run with it definitely make sure to head to link in the show notes you can also in the link in the show notes find the link for the next vibes method retreat and grab your free spot inside and if you have gained value from this episode make sure to screenshot and share on instagram with at and if you feel like there are any questions that i missed that you still are searching for answers to pop me those on a dm on instagram as well and i will make sure to answer them for you on the next episode about my coaching journey okay gorgeous until next time Thanks for tuning in today. I am so glad to have you here. And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? Screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at afeasalter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous.